Put your hands together and welcome your very own Dunstable Town Podcast. Talk of the Town podcast. We are at pre-season training. Uh, I am here with Dunstable Town manager, uh, Mr. Deeney. Joe, how are you, mate? How's your, how's your summer been? Been busy. Been really busy. Um, we got most of our stuff done quite early on in the, in the, in the pre-season. Um, it's been busy. I, my phone's actually gone quite a lot in the summer, not just from players. I've had quite a few offers to go elsewhere to other clubs, um, which I turned down because... You know, as I said, we, we made a, a commitment to each other at the end of last season as a club. I said, look, I wanted to see this job through. Like I explained last year, I was disappointed with fourth. Um, I think if you look at where we sort of finished the season in terms of our form, in terms of where we were, that was sort of gave me the, you know, the real consideration to say, we don't need wholesale changes. And I stand by that. And we've been into some players. We've, we've not gone after huge amounts. Um, but also, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say stubborn, but we, we set a value at what we believe players are worth. And we stick to that. And we've had a few players that maybe have overvalued themselves that I'm pretty sure, you know, in about a month's time will still be at a club if they're looking for those kinds of figures. And it's been um, looking at other, what other clubs have sort of done over the summer. They've been very busy. So we, we're expecting a really, really tough season. But just delighted to be back. It was great to have them back on Tuesday. Obviously, it's our second session tonight. Looking forward to getting back on the grass with the lads and giving a few of them some earache. But been really impressed. They were all set sort of position-specific um, training programmes over the close season. And to be fair to every one of them, they've gone away. They've come back trim. They've come back hungry. They've come back with a point to prove. They all know this year the squad's still pretty big. Mm. They pick 16. Um, and really, it's the 11 you, you overly care about on, on the first day of the season. So... Yeah, really, really pleased with the boys. I thought the way they've come back has been fantastic. Great attitudes, good characters, and, and looking forward to rolling on now and getting some games, really. Yeah. But the big one we're all looking forward to, mate, is Tuesday the 1st of August, I think it is. So. Well, I'm not. I'm in Spain. Oh, you're <laughs> in Spain? <laughs> I'll I'll stu- join you. <laughs> I'm stupidly booked a holiday. Um, but, Joe, what does pre-season look like for you? We were, spo- we were chatting before we started yeah. recording. You remember back in the days when you were a player, and I've spoke to people already that are at other teams and like, oh, God, Andy, all I did was run for an hour and yeah. a half. I mean, we said last season many times, we were, if not, we were the fittest team in our league. So how do you incorporate the fitness? But, you know, football is like you say to me all the time. It's about what you do with the ball. Gone are the days of running the lads for an hour, an hour and a half. So what does pre-season look like for you at Dunstable Town? What is your main aim? Because, you know, we hear different stories from managers. Oh, we just want to get fit. We just want to get ready for the season. What does pre-season look like at Dunstable Town? I think it's, it's modern day. Um, I always go back to my days as a player when we used to run around tracks and up and down hills and people being sick and I used to think to myself I don't enjoy this mm. I don't know many players that do we're afforded a wonderful facility it's one of the big things I spoke about to the club when we came here was to get a full size pitch why am I going to go and send the boys up and down hills for a start you don't run up and down hills well you do in some pitches <laughs> in the Spartan um, but you don't run up and down hills and you don't run for 12 minutes at a steady pace so the way I look at it is our sessions all incorporated around high intensity pressing um, lots of positive transition work I know people go, oh, here we go, he swallowed a manual. No, no, it's transition, counter-attacking, attacking play, whatever you want to call it, who cares? Um, we work towards goal. We get our shape and our structure right with inside that, but everything's done again, and how we work is we build our tolerance levels up as, as time goes, so you increase your work periods and you reduce your rest periods. I will say, people say you've got a peak by the 1st of August. I think that's, that, that's, that's, that's a false economy. We have to make sure that we get the players peaked between now 
and really come April mm. because there's no point us spiking in January and looking fantastic and everyone's flying if we then tail off in February. Last season when we yeah, had exactly. that great start. We yeah. can't afford to do that. So we want to get the players specific. We want the players to enjoy it. I think enjoyment's a big part of it. The demands are high. Um, and that's why I always say to the players, they're given their position-specific stuff to run around. Now, people might say, step five, what are you doing? I look at it, everyone's entitled to do what they want to do. For me, I'm not a lazy coach. Mm-hmm. I'm on the grass with them every single day. I think you've got to be creative with how you get your fitness returns. And I'm watching our lads the other day, you know, six-minute pressing games on a full-size pitch against intervals, stuff like that. And then you reduce your rest periods. The lads, the lads look sharp, but they crawl off the pitch at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I personally, again, it's a personal opinion, believe you get greater outputs and, and a lot more buy-in from your players when you make it specific to the game. Because actually, I don't want players that can do a 20-minute run at a steady state. We want explosive power athletes. We want people that can cover ground. We want loads of accelerations, decelerations, boring bits that most people don't really care about. But I'm boring you with it, so I'm going to tell you. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you about it because I think it's like I say. We, we want to be. We want to be progressive. We want the players to turn up here ready to work, not bring a pair of running trainers and run up and down hills. That's might be right for some. It's not. It's not what I want to do. So. Mm. I can only control what we do at Dunstable Town and yeah. I'm sure there'll be loads of people sitting there today and going, oh, here he goes again. I'm He's sure back. you've all, I'm <laughs> sure they've all missed me out there and I've missed precisely um, none of them. No. So um, uh, I'm glad to be back. I'm sure I'll be living in a few heads rent-free over the next uh, next six weeks and I'm just, as I said, I'm, I'm delighted to be back. I've missed the lads. Um, I'm sure some of them have missed me but when you look at it, we spoke earlier on about, you know, me having some opportunities to move on. Mm-hmm. We've had loads of our players with opportunities to move on. Yeah. They could easily have lined their pockets, we paid substantially more than we could have paid them, and they committed to here. And yeah. that, that speaks volumes again of the characters and the types of people, and also the togetherness. And that runs right through the senior players within the group that keep that togetherness and they keep that balance right. Look, I'll be sitting here probably in March and April, and I'm sure I would have had a few fallouts post-match podcast with them, and I'm sure I would give a few people some lovely popcorn headlines and various bits like that. But we love the group. We believe in the group. We haven't felt the need to go out and make six or seven changes. We are still actively maybe looking at one or two. But if we don't get them, I'll go with the same group that were here last year, back in the last season. Because mm-hmm. the form that we replicated was, was excellent. And that's what we would need to do again this season if we're serious about getting to where we want to get to. And I was always say, you know, second place is first loser. Mm-hmm. So we, our aim this year is to be number one. Now, yeah. If we fall short of that again, then it's a disappointing season for me. Yeah. I don't hide from that. Will we have the biggest budget this season? Nowhere near it. Stand by it, but does it all come down to budgets? I'm not sure. We'll have yeah. to wait and see. But there's some tough teams. You know, Rob Sinclair, Real Bedford, they're going to, I would expect them to be right up there. Um, you've got to put them amongst the favourites, I would have thought, in terms of the division. FC Romania have been very busy. Colney Heath have been very, very busy. There's a lot of sides in our division that you look at and go, they've, they've recruited well. But we've retained well. So it's going to be, a, I'm sure it's going to be a season full of highs, full of lows. But hopefully this time next season, we won't be sitting there as a step five side. Now, obviously as well, we've got the, the, the actual playoffs as well this season in our league. So they restructured it a little bit. So if we finish where we did finish last year, yeah. we won't. We're going to win the league, hopefully. Um, but um, we would make the playoffs. But when, uh, just finishing up, I know you've got to get out to training. Um, when I spoke to you on the pitch at Stockfold, you said you were going to go away. You're going to analyse everything. You're going to look at the whole season. And I know you well enough to know that you were probably doing it that night after yeah. you and I left the pitch at Stockfold. What was the summer process for you like? You know what I mean? You say you've had offers. You know, you've only got to scroll through social media. You've got every player 
player pimping himself self out here, there, and everywhere. What was that process like for you? Where you you have to analyse the season. All managers do that. But then moving on straight away to this season, and we're sitting here now, second training session in. I've seen a couple of new faces here. That obviously we're going to bring in players. A few yeah. players left. What was the whole summer process like for you personally? Because you know, what I mean, I was there with you at Stockfold, and I can see how disappointed we were not to end up where we wanted to. And I know you were disappointed that we left it in other teams' hands. Mm. So the process moving forward what, what was it like for you analysing last season then getting ready for this season yeah I think that you know me better than anybody now I'm an emotional guy so what I tried to do is withdraw the emotion from it so I sit there with all my stats at the end of the season with all my charts and graphs that you would have, you would have seen and where have we scored goals where have we conceded them where was the momentum shifts where did we let ourselves down so I look and I'll keep going back to Big Was Wage United at home 1-1 and then Colney from the Tuesday 2-2 yeah. And I said at the time, and I think a lot of people thought, he's just, Joe's just been a big baby here. Why, why is he so annoyed about it? Because I knew that those, two po- those four points in theory were going to come back and sting us. Mm. And I went wrong. Yeah. And in the end, it was, if we'd got those four points, we'd have been yeah. in a much, much different place. So you can't dwell too much on it. What we did is I sat down and like I said to all the staff, we sat with the players and went, right, what do we think is our strongest group in terms of our strongest team? We wrote that down. That took about six weeks it was a long time and we said if anybody we're going to bring in has to be better than what we're here there's no point bringing players in that are similar there's no point bringing players in that you go well actually he's a poorer version mm-hmm. we don't need to thicken the squad up we've got a really good squad um, we've kept everybody we wanted to keep we haven't lost a single player which is testimony to the lads again mm-hmm. it's testimony to the environment that we have which is great it's testimony to how people are treated here by other people at the club so we had a really really good look at it and I, and I made the decision and went right if you wrote down your best sides now and you can keep those fit, where do we see ourselves at the end of the season? Mm. And I think it was very, very easy when you look back on the bad times last year, but there were several good times. Yeah. And if you look at the back, I keep going back to the back end of last season, eight unbeaten. Mm. And I think in the end, if I'm right in saying the last two weeks, I think it was, was six, yeah. was, was five, five wins out of five. Five out of five, yeah. You look at that and, and they were good performances. It wasn't as if we were scraping through and we were struggling or nicking games. We, we, were, we were, okay, there were games when sometimes you get the ball, they dominate the ball and you're under pressure. Cop Foster's away, probably yeah, the best away performance course. on the, one of the worst. Pit, Which no is disrespect. even more annoying yeah. that we let ourselves down then two weeks later, home to yeah. Biggleswade on the AstroTurf when everyone's yeah. having a summer holiday early on. So it was, it's a lot more than just looking at players and going, it's easy. We spoke to, I've spoken to four potential new additions. That was it. Mm-hmm. No more than that. We, we had conversations, we had a meeting with a couple and for whatever reason, it, it hasn't materialised. Now, whether that's because they've got an inflated self-worth of what they're about, um, I think some of them have, I've got to be honest with you. Some of the stuff I've heard this summer has been, it's been interesting. We'll, have a, we'll probably have a little chat off the record about that. I'll, I'll let you know some of the conversations I've had. But you see, it's, it's, it's been a bit of a merry-go-round. There's a lot of, a lot of clubs out there that have recruited well. I speak to other managers within the divisions. We've had lots of conversations. It's very, very easy to look over the garden fence and look at, you look at your neighbours all the time. I, I, I haven't got time to do it. I'm too busy worrying about what I do. Yes. So that makes me, makes, makes me chuckle when people are so worried about what we're doing. Mm. Good, keep worrying about what I'm doing. Mm. Because at the end of the day, we'll be judged by results this season. And I stand by it. If results don't go the way we want to go, like I said last season, every single thing that went wrong last year, the first person I looked at before I looked at anybody else was myself. Yeah. It's very, very easy to blame your players. To blame, No, I picked those players. I stuck faith in those players. I've made a bold decision this year to go, I still believe in those players mm-hmm. because it's very easy when you're emotional to go, well, he's not very good, he's not very good. He's Actually, look at it over the course of probably a 50-game season in the end. Last year, these boys were good for us. 
They were very, very good. Mm. And I always say it's very risky when you start bringing one or two in that are way above financially over anyone else within the group because are they that much important than the others? Not sure. Mm. And we've got a group here that we hope we can just continue from where we left off last year. League changes. It's going to be tough. There's going to be some, some good sides again this season. Yeah. It's going to be a tough division. And I think the playoffs, you look at Tring. Tring have recruited very, very well. They've been proactive in the market. You look at St. Pantelimon. They'll be... Again, another side that can cause you havoc. There's, I think if you look at it, there's not many sides you'd be looking at this season going, well, they're going to be struggling. Yeah. But it will be, like I always say, what the club have given us, as usual, they've agreed that will be sustained until April, mm-hmm. sustained to the end of the season. We're not one of these sides that comes November, December and realise we're out of the race and then the club says to me, by the way, we've got half the budget. Like yeah. Most clubs will do. They haven't done that. So that's testimony again to our wonderful chairman. I must also place on record, you know, a massive thank you to Gary Levy, who's been unbelievable for me since I walked in through the door. I've let time settle down. I'll give him a call over the next few days. It's good to hear he's still going to be coming to games and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But he's been fantastic. And it just epitomises where we are as a club that we've got so many wonderful people. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we'll, we'll have a great time this season. There'll be times when we'll all fall out. Of course there will. Mm-hmm. But that's what makes the club unique. And like I said, you see more and more sides that are popping up now with their own podcasts and stuff like that. That's a credit to yourself and others because we've led the way on that. And what we've got to now do is match that off the field, oh, sorry, on the field as much as we are on off the field. Mm-hmm. So we, we're hopeful with this group that we've got, we can continue where we left off last year and give ourselves a really good platform this year. But one thing I've always said from day one, I will never do anything that jeopardises this club's situation ever again. Mm. This club went dangerously close to no longer being it. And there's too many wonderful people, so we were never going to take that chance. So in simple answer to your question, it was a very, very long process to arrive at the fact to go, well, actually, I really believe in this group. Mm. And the most important thing for me this summer was never recruitment. It was retention. Retaining your best players. That that for me was the biggest thing. Mm. And I said, we might get one or two new ones. If we don't, I'm not going to lose any sleep about it. Mm. We've done what we've done. We've made fair offers to people and that's it. And Roll on the 1st of August. Whilst I like pre-season friendlies, I don't <laughs> mind it. I want to get to the stuff where, yeah. you know, we're asking linesmen in German what, what, what's going <laughs> on. I'm very, very <laughs> And I'm sure the officials have missed me as well. I've missed quite a few of them. So I'm yeah. sure we'll, we'll be back to normal before we know it, mate. Yeah, most definitely. Well, Joe, it's good to be back. Uh, my wife was asking me why I'm so happy today. I said, I'm, I'm going up to watch training. She's like, it's training. I'm like, yeah, but don't score back. I said, I'm gonna, we're getting the podcast going again. But it's good to see you, mate. Right, mate it's good to be back. And uh, uh, I'll see you up there. I'm looking forward to watching this. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back later with more player interviews. Stay tuned. Talk of the Town podcast back with Dunstable Town captain Alfie Osborne and our spy, Mr. Connor Colson, who's not our spy this season. Uh, boys, good to see you. Uh, just watched a two-hour training, uh, pre-season training session. Alfie, that was some uh, intense stuff, mate. You boys just done a shift. But uh, how good is it to be back uh, with pre-season and looking forward to what's ahead? Yeah, really good to be back. Um, all the boys really missed each other, so good to get back in and you know, catch up with the lads um, after the summer break. But um, yeah, it's been good. The standard's been good. Two sessions in this week. Everyone's come back looking sharp and we're working hard. So yeah, looking forward to the season, mate. Nice, good. Uh, Connor, me and Neil were chatting there and it seems, listen to a few of you lads uh, out there. Do you feel that you boys are going to come back this season? We've got unfinished business with this league. Yeah, definitely. I feel last year we gave it a really good go, but I think this season we're more serious than ever. Joe, Joe's not letting us come off the pedal. And, yeah, we're just eager to get back and give a really good count of ourselves. 
Yeah, it was, was good. I spoke to Joe before, Alfie, as well. It's gone in the days of running up hills and running around poles. I've got a couple of mates that are playing at kind of this kind of level where one below, they told me all they did was run for two hours. It was good seeing you guys. I don't think there was a part of that training session where you didn't touch a football. That must be so good for you guys. You've been around football a long time, not just to turn up to pre-season and be running up hills. Yeah, I think, to be honest, Joe gives us um, a lot of responsibility ourselves to look after ourselves over the summer. Um, you know, a lot of us do our own stuff away from Dunstable. Um, so it's important we come back sharp. And then, you know, we get the benefit of getting the balls out the first session. Um, and it's all game related. So we always enjoy it. It's much nicer than just running around in circles. Um, but yeah, as I say, it's game related. It gets you sharp, it gets you fit. And then we'll be bouncing into the first game. Yeah, obviously the first game's in two weeks. Uh, Connor, what are, your, what are the hopes and aspirations for this season? I just said to Joe, he's, like, he's, he's going to hide no facts. We do have unfinished business in this, in this league. We want to try and go out and win it. There is the option of the actual playoffs this season if we did finish where we were last season. But for you as players, have you all got together and said, you know what I mean, you're out to yourselves to like, really kick on from what the, the end of last season was tremendous? Yeah, look, this is a really tough league this year and... There's no one in this team that is not here to win. We're all here to win and we're just going to give it a really good go and see what happens. Yeah, no, you said, well, boys, good to see you and uh, keep up the hard work, lads. Well done, boys. Cheers, up. Thanks, mate. Uh, we'll be back with our podcast next week. Till then, everybody, up them mighty blues. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to today's Talk of the Town podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. You can find us on Twitter at DTFCpod. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search Talk of the Town podcast.